Warning, the following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, 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 because you know in time you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation, a show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes, they come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Episode one zero two puru puru come here baby boo boo I'm not in the mood. Why not, baby? I'm just not in the mood. Is that because some of your in laws are here? No, I think it's because we're in Venus retrograde and I'm just not in the mood. It's not because voids in my love child's great great grandchild is here? Yeah, inside my body. Omicron? Yeah. Yeah, COVID. COVID number three? Wait, this is like COVID number eight or something. I don't know. I can't keep up with them. They just reproduce, you know, real fast. I'm really out of it. This isn't an exciting time for me right now. <laughs> I don't know. This feels real exciting. These are part of history. History, huh? Yeah, with Thomas Sydenham and hysteria. Repeating itself? Yes. Around and around it goes, the history down the toilet bowl. Yeah, you can say that again. Around and around it goes, in the history uh, with the toilet bowls, or something like that. Yeah, You know. that sounds about right. It's hard to remember much right now, I'm on COVID. That stuff makes your memory go... It's almost like someone hit me in the back of the head with a frying pan. That sounds sexy. You what, who? You, wanna, you want me to hit you in the back of the head with a frying pan? No. Why not? Why not? Yes, why not? Okay, you could do it if I can do it first. That's not what I said. Yeah. It's you wanted to be sexy. Well, I'll hit you in the head with a frying pan. We'll see what happens. Sounds like fun to me. Oh, yeah. We need to get a double white now. For all the kids? What? All the kids? Yeah, all the kids. I don't want no kids. I did not sign up for no kids. 
Oh, it's too late. Well, I mean, Void, you know, he's special. He's my friend. Yeah, that's true. What about your grandkids? They're okay. They're not human. Okay. They just bounce from human to human. They're good little leeches. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Well, they're good at what they do. Yeah, make you feel like shit? Yeah. They're good at that, huh? I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, we failed that mission. Mission was to cause a pandemic that was much more destructive than the Black Plague. And look what we got. We got COVID. And COVID's red-headed stepchild. You know, sometimes, you know, you raise them up and you hope for the best and they do nothing but disappoint you. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, because it takes a village. And sometimes, sometimes the kids get a, snatched up by a village idiot who mumbles a bunch of things they don't understand. I understand that, too. It's like, it's like you're speaking about my life or something. Yeah, I know. Hey. Who got a hold of Voyage? Oh, well, he's afraid of, you know. Our family. Our viral family. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know what was worse. The violent cold that we had two weeks ago, or this one? I'd say the one two weeks ago. Yeah. This one's a little bitch compared to that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. My back and my abs were sore from how much I was coughing. Yeah, this one's not that bad. Yeah. I just am wheezing a little bit. I worked out when I was on COVID today. When you were on COVID? You were on top of COVID? COVID was on me. Oh. And then I was on top of COVID. Because I started lifting weights. I said, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to go. And all I did was three sets of deadlifts. I went up to, you know, a pretty good amount for me. I'm not going to tell you how much I lift. Yeah, that's not your business. Yeah, that's not your business. Stop being so fucking nosy. I'm not no professional athlete. Don't look Jesus for me for a Right. Yeah, goddammit. 105 may be right for you, but uh, for me, it'll... Oh, goddammit. How dare you intrude like that? I just told them how much I can lift the most of. Oh, man. I'm such a xenomorph. Well, you can pick me up. Exomorph Zena the warrior prince. I can lift you up, yeah. I'll lift you up, baby. The best part of waking up is lifting up the nut gatherer. <laughs> yes, that's the best part of waking up is lifting my ass off of your face. Yes, and onto my wang. The best part. Oh, you know, I forgot to open up this document. This Word document that I have all these notes on. <laughs> yeah, you should probably get on that. Yeah, so I found a lot of stuff from Thomas Sydenham and excerpts from his book. Oh, I actually ordered his book. Probably won't come till around or the week between just Mass and uh, New Year's. Jew Year's. He's in documents. History of neuroscience. Document two. 
Can you believe that? I have hundreds of pages of notes. What the hell shall I do with them? You should probably just delete them. Yes, that's a good idea. All my work. Just delete them. Yeah, it. it's Who cares? Cares? You have it all recorded, so... No, the words, the words. If anybody was a true fan, they'd know what the podcast said and then read the transcript and see my discrepancies. Oh, my goodness. That could ruin me. Because you know how successful we are now. Yeah. Yeah, we have someone in the UK that listens to us. Suck on that, Bogart. Yeah, someone in the UK. Tom Man. You act like I just, I just forgot. I, I forgot who Tom Nye was. That's me. I just forget things. Yeah. I mean, I have been with so many men. How would I remember all of them? Well, there's your son. And your son's daddy. And then there's all those thousands of men you bathed for money. At church, yeah. At church. In the men's bathroom. Yeah, they gave you the Holy Spirit. In the handicap stall. Man, most of the... <laughs> Oh, they gave me a lot of holy stuff, yeah. I couldn't want to do it in a single stall. You want that extra white space. You you want the railing so you can really grab a hold of something while you drill away. Yeah, handicap stall's perfect. Well, they thrust my face. I mean, there's no other reason why they would make a handicap stall, is there? Absolutely not. I didn't think there was. Yeah, it's only for pounding faces and asses. Well, yeah, while you're bent over. Yeah, while I'm bent over. <laughs> well, while I'm bent over, but you know what I mean. You should know. No, I have you no idea. You see it all the time. Yes, all the time. I have dreams about it. <laughs> what kind of dreams are these? Wild, luscious dreams. Ooh, this sounds hot. Dreams I cannot mention. Why can't you mention them? Give away too many plans that we have for this planet. Oh. That sounds... Oh, they're so epic and glorious. Interesting. Controlling the masses. Make them all one boring mind. Not questioning anything. Yes, sir. I do what you say. Because that is how I'm raised. Honey, you're doing it again. Oh, fuck. You're like in that daze phase where like you, you don't realize what you're doing. Yeah. Or saying. Yeah. And you're telling everybody all your secrets. Now, sacrifice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you need to stop. Thanks. Thanks, honey, money. No problem. I remember, I'm here for you. Whoa. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so... Minor details missed from the previous episode is that Thomas Sydenham came from a long line of family lineage in England. The family is sometimes described as an ancient Somerset family. Okay. Where some immigrated to Dorset, Dorsetshire, called Dorset in the previous episode. Just one also mentioned that Thomas Sydenham 
had lived next to Robert Boyle's sister in Paul Mall. John Locke is also noted for being a friend to Thomas Sydenham, vice versa. one. So let's hop on top of hysteria, jump around a little bit, maybe wave our arms in the air showing how much we care. Whoa, this is traumatic. Yeah. This is devastating. I need to uh, delete some stuff, but I can't because I need to post some stuff first. So, you want me to start cracking that whip? Yes. Get on that warming. This week, you need to push me, okay? Cause Give me. Oh, I'll push you. I forget because I got all my other I'll stuff going on. Top on. of the roof. You can't push me from on top of the roof. I'll show OJ how to do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we not talk about OJ again? If the condom don't fit, you must quit. It's just not the condom. No. It was his gloves. Oh, I thought they saw, I thought they found a regular sized condom at the scene and they're like, well, look at how big his dick is. It won't fit. Yeah. It's not a magnum. Yeah. An extra large magnum. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. We shall go to a quote because I'm lazy. I have COVID. He's been taking out most of my time, you know. Yeah, and I'm I'm super shitty today too. Yeah, well, literally. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it's like a faucet coming out of my ass. She's like um, how you say? A geyser. Oil leak in the middle of the Gulf, Mexico. Oh shit! Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty liquidy and and forceful. Yeah. Like like a sewage line burst. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like I'm peeing when I'm taking a shit. Yeah. So, speaking of diseases that were tied into women, like the diarrhea, you know, tied into my woman. Yes. Hysteria is a word that is linked back to ancient Greece. And although the hippocampus corpus does not have hysteria in there, there is mention that Hippocrates was accredited for the term hysteria. Which originates, I think, from hyster, which means uterus. Hysteria is like wandering womb. I know we've mentioned it multiple times on these podcasts. But for those who want to skip because of audio quality, because their ears are too sensitive, because they have been raised to be too comfortable, so they all pushed out on a little bit of static or white noise or whatever. I don't think they ever watched porn, the scrambled porn on Channel Zero. Yeah. When they were like eight, well, depending on their age, I'm in my mid-thirties, so that was a long time ago. Yeah. You know, aluminum foil porn. Yeah, where you got to see a kitty. Yeah. Or some, some other. Snow. Yeah, just, you know, some random swirly yeah. kitty. Where everybody is both black and white. Everyone. Yeah. Actually, it was all like scrambled colors for me. Whoa. All the colors of the rainbow in sex. So, let's go on to this quote, shall we? Yes. Quote, this disease most frequently occurs of all chronic diseases. One half of all chronic diseases. Later to be claimed one-sixth of all diseases combined. This shows how Sydenham will recognize that this disease came out of a habitual situation impacting the mind. Do you know why I said this disease came out of habitual situation 
No. So he calls it a chronic disease. And all chronic diseases are claimed to have been born out of a person's habit. It's chronic. Okay. Yes. This doesn't sound like it's somebody doing something to themselves. Or born this way. No. Yeah, well, there's some speculation. There was no direct pinpoint on the root of this disease by Thomas Sydenham. Yeah, well, there. a lot of hysteria, the... Whatever it was. Oh, you know, people getting pissed off at being a fucking, you know, piece of property. Yeah, you know, just uh, losing their minds because they're basically tortured their whole life and made to do shit for somebody else. Yeah, wow, yeah, they screw someone else too, but you can't go ahead and do the same thing, and you have to go take care of their children, and you get blamed by a lot of them if you don't give them a boy. Yeah, clean the house, make the food, yeah, do bitch. what we say. Yeah, give don't me my Don't have slop. fun. Make me a sandwich. And give me a beer. Get in the kitchen where you belong, bitch. God damn it. God, that sounds like such a great time. Yeah? I'd make you my wench. <laughs> Good luck. I'd tie you down. <laughs> you can tie me up? Yes. Oh, what you gonna do next? I'll tickle you. Don't do that. No, I'm not. With a no. goose feather. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm never going to let you tie me up then. Oh, oh, oh. You, <laughs> you let me tie you up? <laughs> I don't think so. There's no fun unless if there's squirm. <laughs> Come here, baby. Let me give you my warm. That sounds a little creepy. Says a blue waffle woman who banged her child. You like it. You like my blue waffle. Yeah, I like the I, blue I waffle. I don't bang my child. What? Oh, my goodness. You and Void both pretending like we don't have that never hours happened. of recording. Never happened. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Not me. <laughs> Why, do you want me to go back in time and take away I all I don't have anything to say. Let's, uh, let's go on to our next... Uh, yeah, yeah, back to topic. That's right. Woman. You heard what I said. You get back in the kitchen. Make me a sandwich. Whoa. May I have the tables turned? Yes. Yes, they have. Oh, no. You got hysteria now? We're going to have to cut out your uterus? Yes. Cut out my uterus. You don't want my babies? Yeah, I want your babies. <laughs> I want to eat them. Oh, Jesus. Baby stew. It's winter time. It's perfect for this kind of food. I don't think about... I, I, don't, I don't think we should eat babies. No? No. But they're so soft and juicy. Yeah, but they're more annoying when they're teenagers. Yeah. We should eat the teenagers first. Have you seen the average American teenager diet? Fuck that. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, they're nasty. <sighs> Maybe you're right. We'll start with the little ones. Yeah. They haven't been so screwed up. Well, most of them. 
Well, some of them. I don't know. But not as much not as much time has gone into their diet like that. Back to topic. Back to topic? Yes. Okay. Quote, it resembles almost all the diseases poor mortals are inclinable to. For in whatever part it seeks itself, it presently produces symptoms as belonging to it. And unless the physician is very skillful, he will be mistaken and will think these symptoms come from some essential distemper of this or that part and not from the hysteric disease. End quote. I gotta take a shit. And we're back from our poop break. Yes, our poop break. Yes, I held your hand while you exploded out your butt. Yes. We pushed together. Yes, we did. Back. Except there wasn't a lot of pushing that needed to be done. No, it was more like down the hatch. And it... Yeah, <laughs> like a waterfall. What with more pressure? Why is it green? What's green? Oh, I don't know. It does that. This program, the sound waves are green when you're recording, but turn blue when you're done recording. Oh, that's... i never seen that. Well, I guess I have. I never noticed. It's an update. Oh. I think it was a few months ago. Oh. Yeah, the wonderful magic of update this, update that, when it was working just fine, and now it's got problems with the graphics. What Let's a surprise. Let's update the color, because that's what matters the most. That's very important. How about you update your features on how to edit audio. How about that? You work on, you know, functionality, not so much aesthetics, huh? Yeah, that, that sounds like a better idea. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it is shit on the inside as long as the outside looks pretty. Yeah, that's kind of how people think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking shitty way. Mm, shitty way. Yeah, like yeah. my asshole. You're listening to Poop Talk by Gork and Nut Gatherer. <laughs> yeah. Void is gone because he's afraid... <laughs> Sorry. He's afraid of our distant relative. I have COVID. Feel bad for me. Yeah. Please. Give us money. <coughs> no, don't give us money, goddammit. Just listen. Just listen. You know. Share. Share. You know, you might have a buddy. You know. Or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a whatever. Or maybe you uh, love a unicorn. Or yourself. Well. Yeah. Share with yourself. You may have a split personality. Multiple personalities. Yeah, six of them. Yeah, you might have different emails for each personality. So yeah. send an email to all your personalities. Yes, your brain has a big viral network of untapped capabilities of giving us more downloads to help us out in the algorithm situation. I think this coffee is helping me squirt out of my butt. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cafe Bustello. Robust, delicious, delectable. And I am the most interesting man in the universe. So if I squirt the coffee out of my ass into your mouth, is that something you would accept? Why, yes, I think so. You so, know, like the coffee bean that they pick out of that cat's asshole? Yeah, I'll just bend over and, and spread my cheeks. Yeah. And I'll try and squeeze my butt cheeks. Oh, yeah. Oh. So that it squirts out like uh, uh, like a spray. Uh, like that spray uh, nozzle uh, on the hose. Sadami. Ah, 
Marquis de Sade. No. Well, that's what that sounds like. It just sounds like I want to shit on you. You know, believe it or not, woman, I am really like you putting my face in your, you know, ass and farting in it. But when it comes to feces, I am no friend of that. Okay. Julie noted. Yeah, you can't take your work home with you. You know, seeing all that shit after probing, having to clean the probe. All those poor, worthless humans. I'm going to be traumatized. Yeah, from a tiny little probe in their ass. Yeah, tiny little probe. It is pretty small. I mean, compared to certain things. I mean, it's really skinny. Compared really to my long. fist, my fist thruster, you know? Yeah, well, 3, I mean, your fist is not designed to do all the analysis that we need to. It's quite interesting dealing with this spectrum of energy. Can you hear my stomach? I can. You know, it's a growl. Yeah, that's like the fourth time I think I need to go again. It's saying... Bobble, bobble, toil and trouble. I don't know. There's not much longer that I'm going to be able to sit here, yeah, though. A cauldron. We should bring out the toilet here. Yeah, I should just bring out the training potty. Yeah. Void's training potty. Yes. So, when we're talking about here with uh, this disease of hysteria impacting various parts, like headaches, for instance, were considered to be a possible symptom from hysteria. Which makes sense when you stress out, you release hormones that, you know, increase inflammation. And this could cause things like headaches. And also cause dizzy spells. In temper. It could cause you to have problems with your heart, like heart palpitations from too much stress. This is what hysteria basically is. It's stressed out people. Let's hear... One more quote, huh? Well, we got a bunch, actually. Let's hear them. Okay. Quote, Women, except for those who lead a hearty and robust life, are rarely quite free from it. Those men who lead a sedentary or studious life are subject to the same complaint. In their case, it is indeed called hypochondria. But this disease is like hysteria. As one egg is like another, men are less subject to it than women because of their robust habit of body, end quote. Thomas Edenham. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it sounds like when people are really stressed out, they're really stressed out. Yeah, you're not really living much of a robust life, huh? No, you're fucking stressed out. Man, that makes sense. Having hysteria. Yeah, you're probably having panic attacks. Fucking freaking out, man. Maybe, it's called anxiety. Maybe you have PTSD. Yeah. From something larger than rule of thumb. Remember when people used to say that all the time? General rule of thumb. What is your rule of thumb? Well, well it's, it's long oh, you can beat your woman. As long as it's no bigger yeah. than your, th- or no thicker than your thumb, right? No thicker than your thumb. A stick, no thicker well, than your thumb. You'd be pretty lucky with me. My thumb's not that thick. Yeah, mine's smaller than yours. Yeah, but, you know, I'm going to use my thumb. Okay, sounds good. 
Sounds good. That's just a really small stick. I think I can handle that. Yeah. I don't know. If I get really wet tree branch. You know, one that's still green. Yeah. Fresh off the tree. But as thick as your thumb. Yeah, I'm not. Not as long. No, it's thick. Yeah, I know. It's going to be really long. No. <laughs> yeah, as thick as my thumb. It could be as long as it want, as you want. You're not going to use a stick as short as my thumb. You can't beat anybody with that. That's like a little child throwing a crane at you. Yeah. You think rule of thumb was that? Gonna, yes, that's what I thought. With a complete thumb size. Stick. <laughs> really like a Lincoln lock. That's what wow. I thought that was. Like they're no. saying you can't beat your wife with a stick that's bigger than your thumb. A switch. A stick. As long as you want. As thick as your thumb only. Length was not described. I don't know. Yeah. I think you're just trying to see it as an excuse on your end. Oh, that's okay, woman. Yeah, we're never right, no right? No need to get hysterical here. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am completely hysterical. Now come here and take my rule of thumb. Oh, daddy. <laughs> I have a rule of thumb right now. It's a pretty good size. <laughs> Let's go on to talk about that last quote, huh? Okay, yes, so let's, let's move on. This is another great observation, I think, because this quote shows that he accepts that lifestyle can alter a person's mindset, just like that other quote I mentioned, like the first one. Yes. He recognizes that variety takes out the staleness one would feel from a mundane lifestyle. This would also point out to the differences in lifestyle of women, of women in men, showing a correlation between social placement and mental status. A person's thoughts on their abilities, their value, their purpose, intelligence, and so forth, will hinder their growth in these areas and their self-esteem. This or he just took notes on observations and had not understood the, you know, implications of what he saw. You know what I mean? If someone thinks that, well, I am just this, I'm not capable of doing that, well, you're not going to ever be capable of doing anything like that if you have that mindset. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I got a little distracted over here playing with my own tits. Sorry. Yeah. Well, let me see one of those. They're kind of popping out of my bra here, and uh, uh, I was adjusting my nipples. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wake up, you. I wasn't really asleep. Okay, I thought you were going to be like Void. <laughs> Let me grab on the microphone. I am your father. You make too much noise. Yeah. The difference between last episode and this one. Audio quality. Quiet. Yes, silence is golden. Like the showers. Oh, those are great. But those are never silent. You want a golden shower? Sure. Okay. I was like, fine. I'll, give, like I'll give you shower. a golden brown shower. 
Whoa. Wait a second. Yeah, that kind of shower. Uh, no, thank you. Why not? You said yes. Yeah, until I realized what you're really insinuating there, woman. What am I insinuating? You want to spray me with your butthole holes. So, you, you said you wanted a golden brown shower. Get your pink sock away from me. It's, it's inverted today. Yes, yes, that's what you say now. But as soon as you release the Kraken, it's going to come out like an alien mouth. It's only poking out like a quarter inch today. Hey, did you not understand that pop culture reference? No, my stomach no. hurts, and I think I'm going to... Three shits with him, 37 minutes. Oh, it's been more than three. Four shits with it's him, It's been more than that, too. I just didn't come out in between all of them, because I knew there was more. Oh, yeah. Yep. I need to drink some water. Yeah. Hey, you know what would be good for that? Bloodletting. Oh, yes. Yes. That sounds like a good idea. It sounds like the safest idea. Mm, I think so. And then maybe expel my bowels again. Yeah, and then rub some of the feces onto your feet. Yes. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. You know, Thomas Willis gave foot rubs to women with hysteria. Ooh. Remember? You should give me a foot rub. Hmm. Man, I could do that. Yeah, you want to rub my feet yeah, tonight? I could rub your feet with something. That'd be nice. I could use my probe on your feet. Yeah, and some coconut oil. A lot. Yes. So you want me to go on to the next quote? Yes, yes. What's the next one? It's a little bit more detailed for observation. It's not fully detailed. The one afterwards, if I'm not mistaken, is more detailed. But here we go with the somewhat detailed one. Symptoms of almost every other disease of the nervous system, since there is scarcely one, which may not be simulated by this protein malady. Mm, protein. Mm, nice. So, most importantly, is that hysteria being described by Thomas Sydenham, who is not the foot rubber, that's Thomas Willis. There are two other Thomases. Okay. Yeah, two different yeah. Thomases. Okay, get it right. <clears throat> yeah, Thomas Sydenham went to Oxford the same time as Willis did. Isn't that nice? Oh. But they were on opposite sides politically, because one was for royalty and the other one was for parliamentary. Sounds like a similar story. <clears throat> what story? Just nowadays, um, how two very intelligent people on opposite sides of the track. Yeah, definitely. It shows that, um, you know, like, today, how people are so mad if you have a different political point of view. It's kind of silly, really. Like, when you have someone goes, well, those people, they're just dumbasses. I have talked to multiple people of different political views who are on, like, the quote-unquote opposite side of the aisle, and they both talk like, Oh, they just don't know what they're talking about. Yep. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'll be honest. I completely was thinking about something different. Yeah? Yeah. What were you thinking about? 
I was thinking about something I can't really talk about. Whoa. You talking about toilet experience? Sure. One side goes and the other side echoes and goes Yes, and then there's soup. Another good thing to note was that stress can cause multiple issues in the nervous system, which is what I link to be hysteria. Just people being too stressed out. You know? Yes, and then they get a lot of mental disabilities because of the stress. Glucocorticoids, which, <clears throat> which are like stress hormones, they can cause brain damage. Yeah. After a long time of a lot of mental stress, it fucks you up physically, mentally, emotionally, yeah. everything. Even though they don't know this at the time, but the way the brain grows inside of the mother's womb can be determined by the stress hormones produced, altering which part of the brain grows more, so it helps them adapt to their environment before they even come out of the womb. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it's gene signaling. So let's go for a little bit more description here. Quote, for instance, sometimes he possesses the head and causes an apoplexy, which also ends in hemiplegia, with the cortex of the brain being stuffed by a great deal of phlegm, often presently after delivery or a hard labor. Thomas Edenham. Sounds like someone got brain damage by stressing out too much. I don't know how the phlegm got up in the brain, though. The hysteria knocked it up there. Good thing that Thomas Sydenham didn't believe. The womb was the culprit behind us. This quote actually indicates that Thomas Willis believes in the humor system, which is a good term from, like, the Middle Ages and so on, when they thought it was demonic possession. And uh, from what I read, is it flip-flops. At this time in history, during Thomas Sydenham's life, they started to come around to the idea that it's in the brain. It's a brain melody. And then, from what I read later on, it is back to the demonic possession. Ooh. But you're always going to have people who think demonic possession throughout the whole history and the other way around, too. We have evidence that People throughout history have different opinions. You know, like Galen, for instance. Uh, he would talk about all the controversies among all sorts of diseases where people would argue about the causes of them. And then you have like Aristotle disagreeing with Plato in Hippocrates. No. Yeah, Plato, Hippocrates, and Socrates about how the brain is the center for your thought. Let's go on to another quote, huh, honey man? Yeah, sounds good. Oh, you're hanging in there. I know you got something going. You're going to have to not eat for a while, woman. At least until your stomach goes, I am hungry. Feed me. Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to eat then, honestly. Yeah, you're going to give it a timeout. How dare you screw me over? I do nothing but feed you. And then you spit it out my butt. You better give your butt a spanking. That's your job. Yeah, I better do that. Yeah, you better do that. Not me. Jeez. Mm. So, we're going on to this new quote. Quote, sometimes it occasions violent convulsions. 
much like the falling sickness, the belly and bowels swelling towards the throat, the sick struggling so violently that though at other times her strength is but ordinary, she can now scarcely be half by all the strength of those that are about her. She mutters some odd and inarticulate sounds and strikes her breasts, commonly called mother fits. Oh, it sounds like a gorilla at the zoo. Do you think that, that they're talking about when they, like, you know, get her off? She does all these sounds and says all this oh. weird shit? Yeah, I guess it's about the, around the same time where they start to, you know, stimulating the clitoris. Yeah, because she, then she's a strong and, like, convulsing and shit. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody truly knows when it all started, where they started doing the clitoral stimulation. But there's indication that throughout the time in history, I bet you before Thomas Sydenham, some doctor was like, ooh, I don't know what she needs. She needs this. <laughs> and of course, it made her feel better. She mumbling all sorts of weird things, become completely weak as she getting stroked off by the doctor. Yeah. Nice. You know, I bet you that's why a lot of these guys became doctors. I bet you that's why. Yeah, they're about, I bet you there's a lot of dirty, dirty A-mans that are like, I'm going to be a doctor and go, hoo, hoo, hoo. Perverts. Uh, I, I think this woman has hysteria. I know a treatment that's really common amongst my buddies. It's called rubbing the sugar plum. Finding her Nemo. <laughs> To Nemo, huh? Yeah, rubbing her little fireman helmet. <laughs> you know. Is that what it looks like? Fireman helmet? Yes, playing with her grub. You know, blowing her little nose. Hitting the joystick. Popping the button. You know. You could even say tooting her fruity. Sure. Yeah. She's gonna be my doctor. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> Gonna be my hysteria doctor. I bet I could find a stethoscope for about $12. <laughs> I think we have one in the toy box. <laughs> I can listen around for your uterus to see if it's moving around. Yes, but this one just makes heart sounds like boop, 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 boop. Yeah. You know, you know, I read there's a couple of different papyruses they have. One is called the Cahoon Pirate. One is called the Cahoon Papyrus. And we mentioned that when we were talking about the Edward Smith papyrus all the way in the beginning, like the, what, third, fourth episode, or what have you? Sure. Anyways, that's a gynecological papyrus. And I believe <clears throat> the association with the uterus was common with hysteria, and they were mentioning hysteria with the uterus at this time, too. And I think it has a lot to do with bloating and all sorts of discomfort from the uterus itself. When it's that time of the month, you know? Yes. And I, I think when you associate the correlation sensation goes, you go, well, it's a woman, you know, and they look at the woman. She's acting crazy. You know, she got that uterus thing that causes those problems every month. And you know, the problems every month go away when she's pregnant. So let's keep her pregnant. You know, they prescribe things like that. Little did they know all the chemicals that go on, you know, the hormones like oxytocin and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And probably why the woman feels really good on certain on certain stages of her 
you know, pregnancy. Yes, especially when she's getting off. <clears throat> yeah, so some people actually thought that, well, let's make sure she's pregnant. Yeah, she'll be okay then. Make sure something is suckling on her breast. Keep her content. Yes, distract her. As we use her to make our babies. <laughs> bunga bunga. And then they get surprised when she starts striking her breast, you know. Like in this quote I had read. She's probably rubbing her nipples. Because your nipples, <clears throat> well, for some people, you know, it, it actually helps with orgasms. Yeah, you know what I was thinking? When it says she's striking her breast, do you think maybe she has her hand in like a, like a, like a claw? She grabs at her breast. Crah! And she's rubbing her stomach. Oh, 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 doctor. Possibly. She could be putting pressure on her pelvis. Maybe. So, I got a book from Thomas Sydenham. It's supposed to be coming in. I haven't got any yet, so I haven't read it. All I'm reading is excerpts from someone's article. They could have completely disregarded anything that said all the naughty stuff we're talking about that we've read about other doctors doing. We don't know what's all in there. I'm just reading excerpts that were taken out of context. I don't know, man. If I went to the doctors and, like, the doctors, you know, jerked me off, and I knew that that was a way to make myself feel better, I would just do it all the time, and I'd never need to go to the doctors again for hysteria. Yeah. Probably be like a daily event. Yeah, with candles, incense. Ah, uh, we don't need any of that shit. Ah, uh, it's down and dirty. Yeah, just take care of business. Taking care of business. Every day, she be taking care of business. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, maybe some candles for a special event, but not just masturbating. Getting my rocks off, you know? Yeah. Hey, you're the nut gatherer, not the rock offer. Hey, I need to get off, too. Well, yeah, it's this, not fair. This is true. What are you talking about? It's not fair if I don't get off, too. Well, yeah, I mean, I could see why you would be frustrated. You know, two-stroke Willie over down the line. Go, boop, boop, and he's done. And you're sitting there going, wow, well, you know, I was kind of hoping for something good. You got me all warmed up and stuff. And he just passes out right afterwards. and. You're left there with a bunch of jizz inside of you and no good tingling. Anyways, next quote. Sometimes it ceases the outward part of the head between the pericranium and the skull causing violent pain continually fixes in one part, which may be covered by the top of your thumb. And violent vomiting accompanies this pain. I call this kind clavius hystericus, afflicting. Those who have a uh, chlorisis. Okay. Chlorisis, huh? Well, I didn't even look up chlorisis. I wonder what that is. Let's look it up, shall we? Clitoris? That's what I was thinking. It might be some ancient word for clitoris. Let's do this. Well, chlorisis in botany is where you don't get enough chlorophyll in plants. That usually has to do with like a 
nitrogen deficiency, I believe. You know where the leaves get yellow? Yeah, it's nitrogen. Candace? On a leaf. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. It's like, uh, you mean the yellowing of the eyes and the skin, like jaundice? That's when your liver isn't functioning properly, I believe. Or your kidneys. Ah, uh, some shit like that. I don't uh, fucking know anymore. I thought it was fairly common in, you know, babies. Yeah, shit is. Or alcoholics or drug addicts who end up using too much and fuck up their their organs. Well, I think chlorosis is actually uh, iron deficiency. Oh, look at that. I just found a freaking thing mentioning Thomas Sydenham. Despite the recommendation by Sydenham in the 17th century that the condition be treated with iron supplements, chlorosis was classified among the hysterical diseases. Oh. And as a matter of fact, you know, people talk a lot of mad shit when he prescribed things like when he prescribed things like syrup of steel, which is like steel shavings inside of wine. What the fuck? But, I mean, he was prescribing iron for this. And it would help the anemia. Uh -huh. All right. I guess so. I guess they didn't realize red meat had iron. I don't know. You would think they would realize that because iron gets rusty and it gets red. And red meat, ooh, maybe there's iron in there. I don't know. I wish I was a doctor back then. They'd call me the Great Gork Mouth. Is, is that what they'd call you? Yeah. I would be hated and loved at the same time. You would be glorified. Claudia's galeness would have nothing on me. <laughs> so basically, he's talking about multiple diseases, but they're all categorized as hysteria. Because it's uh, something that women have. Women commonly have anemia due to low iron levels, too. It's more common in women. Let's go to a new quote. Sometimes falling at the vital parts. It causes a beating of the heart. Sometimes it seizes the lungs. Oh, kind of like an anxiety attack. And the patient coughs almost without intermission. But expectorants, not or nothing. Okay, not or nothing. <laughs> maybe that was a, a problem on my, my end, maybe. But he does make up words. Or he has words that are not used anymore. What was that one word? Comes up red on here. Let me find it. Inclinable. Inclinable. I don't know it came up red, but I know I double-checked that spelling. Let's go to this quote that I just said. Sometimes falling on vital parts causes the beating of the heart. Yeah. Heart rate will go up. Eh? You know, Galen was talking about when people get anxious and they lie, their heart rate usually goes up some. And probably from stress. And of course, hysteria, it goes hand in hand with stress. Sometimes, I would imagine people would have a hard time breathing. They feel like they're not breathing. You know, oh my God, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And then someone hands them like a paper bag. That would have been hysteria back in the day. A panic attack? Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Panic attack, demonic possession. Well, I was even thinking the beginning of that whole quote sounds like an orgasm. 
as well. I mean, your heart starts beating faster. Sometimes you hold your breath because you just can't breathe. Sometimes it's just that good. I wonder if really he's just describing, you know, results from his treatments. Yeah, like what is going on as they're experiencing their orgasms. He's leaving out the details of what he's doing. Yes. But he's going, oh, she's crazy. Look at her convulsing. She's convulsing and she's fucking, you know, grabbing at her chest. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pounding her chest, speaking in tongues, moaning, groaning, weak at the knees. You know, cannot breathe right. Heart going crazy, fluttering around as she's coming on his hand. Yeah, did did I ever mention anything about liquids? Well, he did say phlegm in the brain. Maybe he was making them pound their heads up against the wall too much. Hmm. Oh, she's just wondering if maybe they're nutting on him. Yeah, and he was talking about women passing out, like the sleeping sickness. Maybe it's, maybe the women fall asleep after he gets them off. He's like, whoa, this woman's acting like me when I get off. Yeah, there's something wrong with her. She, she should be in the kitchen cleaning. Yeah, she shouldn't be coming. Cooking. How dare you come? Actually, back in the day, they were calling it, what was it? Woman's seed, woman's sperm. Remember? It was this. It, we haven't referenced it because it doesn't really matter. It was talking about the history of hysteria because we wanted to know a little bit more background. Most of what we watched wasn't anything new to me. But they were talking about this one thing about the sperm of women, you know, coming out from clitoral stimulation, and women cannot possibly come unless it was penetration. And this is more like a yeah. demonic thing. No, it it wasn't it wasn't sexual because there was no penetration and they didn't think it was an actual orgasm. Yes, yes, yes. Because without penetration there was no way a woman could have an orgasm without a dick in her. That's just impossible. Not without a man. You know, even if I didn't know anything that the average sapient of the homo knows now in the first world war when they what in the first world, when they actually have some kind of education on anatomy, I would have still put one and one together. Penis, clit. Penis, clit. You know, a clit looks like a midget penis. Really tiny. I don't think a lot of men like, were actually down there. down there other than to stick their dick well, in it. Yeah, I mean, woof. Could you imagine not having a shower for weeks? You open up that big poofy dress and it's like a big cloud of whatever comes out but the guy's ball smelled really bad too that's probably why giving oral sex was considered sodomy back then they're like that's nasty because you don't wash right uh, uh. <laughs> yeah their balls must have had streaks down them <coughs> especially during the summertime and then think about Sex after sex after sex. Oh, yeah. Brown brown sweat from the asshole dripping down on the balls on a hot summer day. I'm just saying women like having oh, sex yes. and then not oh, being able to yes. take a shower. Fishy, fishy, fishy. Ugh. Especially when the guy was like, well, you know, I can do whatever I want. I'm just going to nut in her. Whoa. Men's nuts. Nuts yeah. and ugh. That's gathering. At its finest. Yeah. You're a better nut gatherer than I am. Uh, here's another 
Actually, I didn't finish that first. <laughs> I didn't finish that quote. Well, wait, no, no. I forgot. Oh, here's another quote. My bad. Let me put this here. Sometimes rushing violently on the region under the scorbiculum cordis. What's that? So, scorbiculus cordis. Uh, renders a medical dictionary definition of something that's like a trench or a channel for an enemy, a hollow or depressed area. Maybe they're talking about like underneath the nipple. No, <laughs> maybe they're talking about right underneath. You know, like different vaginas look different. So you know, it just depends on who they were stroking, I guess. I think it has somewhere to do with the uterus area, because they're talking about sometimes rushing finally in the region under the scorbiculum cordis. It produces violent pain, very like the iliac passion, which the iliac crest is like where your hips are. Yeah, the iliac passion. You know, let's be talking about stimulating her from behind. You know, you get the shape of the hips, you know, the iliac crest. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh, and the woman vomits greatly in reaching to vomit for many days. At length, the fits is carried off by violent jaundice. This is what happens when you stimulate her when you haven't fucking washed yourself. She's vomiting because you smell bad. They probably have jaundice from the way they treated these people at these places. That's what I'm thinking. Some other doctor was giving her treatment that was caught. Oh, he could have been poisoning her. Because sometimes he'd give them steel. You could have liver damage, right? He could give you jaundice. Pretty sure that's where you get jaundice, liver damage. Right? Uh, it's liver, kidneys. I'm not sure. Jaundice. Yeah, it's liver. Excess, excessive alcohol intake can cause it. Yes. Definitely liver. So maybe the wine with the steel shavings in there. You know, he was like the Bill Cosby in his day. He's like, hey, I'll put some medicine inside your wine. Take this. Take these shavings, baby. Little did they know it was going to cause jaundice. Then they're going to puke it up because their stomach is destroyed because of the unregulated steel shavings he put inside her wine. You know, and also Thomas Sydenham did talk about how well, I don't know. A lot of people would die more from the treatment versus the actual disease. Yeah, because they weren't treating the cause. <coughs> well, that, and they had no idea what they were really doing. Yeah, they were giving them made-up medicine. Any new area of medicine, they don't know what the fuck they're actually doing. You want to go for something else? Another quote, maybe? Yes. <clears throat> quote. Moreover, the sick are oppressed by dreadful anguish and holy despair of recovery with dejection of soul. A certain desperation accompanies, as I have noted, these kind of hysterical diseases as the pain and vomiting mentioned above. Oh, okay, so he's correlating the disease with the vomiting and the pain in the jaundice, when really it could be all because of what he's been doing to these poor people. Or the medicine. <clears throat> yeah. 
And here's another quote. Quote, lastly, it is known to everyone that hysterical women sometimes laugh excessively and sometimes cry as much, without cause for either. But among all the symptoms that accompany this disease, this is the most proper and almost inseparable. <laughs> this urine as clear as rock water. And this hysterical woman evacuate plentifully the pathognomic sign of this disease. Ah, so if you drink a lot of water and you shit just right, oh my God, you're hysterical. I'm hysterical, baby. I guess I'm hysterical, too. Yeah, because my piss is not yellow or golden. And I'm pissing out of my ass. Man, your ass is hysterical. You should tell that to a doctor. I think I have hysteria. We don't even use that term anymore. No, (laughs) Daniel, I'm evacuating my bowels. Thomas Sinderham said so. I need to see the hysterian doctor. Is the, that even how the hysterectomy? No. <laughs> I need to be jerked off by the special doctor. Yeah. Yeah. With their special tools. Yeah. What kind of doctor are you? Just get you a white lab coat, sweetie. What kind of doctor are you? Well, I'm a histologist. <laughs> histologist? I study your sign, baby. Oh. For hysteria. <laughs> as long as you, you know, play with my bean the right way. Ah, there's another one. I should have said flicking her bean. Yep. Punching the bean bag. Punching the bean bag. You know, tasting the rainbow. And you know, back then when it's that dirty, it definitely probably looks like a rainbow. You got some green and yellow and brown. And in your case, violet and blue. <laughs> yes, because I have a blue waffle. I found another quote, and I think it's a really nice one. It's big and long-winded. You know, except, well, I also want to talk about this last quote here, though, where it says, excessive laughter and crying a lot. That's kind of ridiculous, don't you think? Yeah, you can't laugh a lot, or you can't cry a lot, or there's something wrong with you. You know, you may have had three-fifths of all your children die from some sort of disease before they reach the age of eight. But I tell you what, there's no reason to cry a lot. Right? Or laugh a lot. Yeah, death occurred so much in childhood that a woman who had a bunch of children is probably a lot more inclined to have hysteria, I imagine. Because you'd probably be crying a lot. And then she was just supposed to pop out another child. And God forbid that she goes to a theater and watches a comedy play. Because if she laughs too much, that's hysterical too. You know, I was hysterical in high school when I would just laugh out of nowhere because I'd remember something that was funny from the week before. And everybody would look around at me. What's he laughing at? And I'd be like, oh, nothing. You wouldn't understand. I was hysterical. Because they wouldn't understand. I probably did have a uterus. I probably do. It's probably wandering around in there somehow doing something. That explains everything. Why you're so emotional all the time. Yeah, even though all humans learn through emotions, so every type of 
connection you have to something is an emotional connection. But you get really angry easily. Really? You're definitely hysterical. How dare you? See? What? I'm just pointing out the obvious. Ah, you, you, you stop. Woman? Yes. There what, it is. You'd rather I call you something else? Maybe. Mommy? No, that's just weird. Only Void calls me mommy. You hoe bag. Mm, we're getting there. Wench. Closer. My banana sucker. My snatch. Whoa, snatch. That's a pretty good one. Okay, I'll call you Snatch for now. <laughs> okay, I'll be Mrs. Snatch to you. Just don't point out my flaws, because then it hurts me, and then I overreact, and then I act irrational. And then we need to get you treatment for your hysteria. Because I am an ape, and I'm emotional, because this type of species likes to learn everything through emotional connection, because... Earth is a hellscape where everybody has to survive based off emotional connections. Let's go on to the next quote. In both the firmness of the spirits being wanted, which is always to be found in the robust, and in those who are continually strengthened by the assistance of vigorous spirits, they cannot bear the impressions of the cross accidents, but are soon moved by anger or pain and are apt to be angry, as those to whom either nature has given a soft and weak governing of mind, or it have been rendered so by a long serious or continuance of diseases, for the strength and consistency of mind, as long as it is confined in the body, much depends on the firmness of the spirits that are subservient to it. And this truly is the condition of these miserable and dejected people we have described. Ooh. Oh, okay. I see. So you, uh, you put a bunch of strong spirits in you and you, you succumb to their power? Is that what he's saying? Animal spirits? Numa? He's just adding spirits? He's talking about these, uh, spirits. You know. People are weak in nature. Hmm. But he says it may be caused. See, this is the part I was talking about. He doesn't know the cause. But he's alluding that maybe it's nature and maybe it's nurture. It's a little bit of both. Everything comes from the environment anyways. Genes. What do you think evolution is? You know, they think genes just came out of nowhere? Or maybe it was the collision of all the environment. People don't think that deep into these kind of things. They just go, oh, it's genetics. Oh, yeah, it's genetics, yes. Nothing, nothing else could have possibly done that. Genetics is not the compilation of this entire fucking solar system. Genetics change over time, don't they? Yes. Through evolution? Yes, because of the environment. Otherwise, you wouldn't have people saying that Successive generations in specific environment will impact the way the species grows. You ready? Yes. Here is a conclusion that screams out Galen. Quote, that these animal spirits are not rightly disposed, and not by seed in the menstruous blood corruption, nor from 
deprecation of the juices or congestion of acrid humors, but from those causes we have assigned. Paired with, quote, the confusion of the spirits, the cause of this disease occasions putrid humor in the body. By reason the function, as well as of those parts which are distended, by the violent impulse of the spirits as those deprived of them, is wholly perverted. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, let's go into some treatment, huh? Yeah, sounds, sounds like a good idea. For Sedaman. Yeah, for Sidenham, yeah, for Sidenham, he did some of the normal things the doctor did during his lifetime. He would treat people based on the individual's perceived weakness. For instance, the weak ones would have been bled from one of their arms with the three of the following mornings consisting of purging. So he encouraged purging, just like normal doctors, and bloodletting. You have too much blood. Yeah, the weaker you are, the more blood you need taken away. <laughs> you got too much phlegm and we need to take the phlegm out of you so we need to take out some of the blood yeah 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 yeah, yeah. even in the humorous world that doesn't make any fucking sense blood is its own fucking humor you want to what lower the phlegm why don't you make them fucking cough while you play with our bean then we would have anti-hysterics quote-unquote these were supposed to comfort the Numa. <laughs> okay. Now, sit down nicely here, animal spirits, in the blood. You should be comforted now by these anti-hysterics after I bloodlet this person and made them purge themselves for three mornings in a row. Sounds like morning sickness, if you ask me. Nut gatherer. Yes? How can anyone's blood be comfortable when you took out a cup from them? Maybe they think the less they have, the less bloated they'll be? Well, I mean, you would think the blood would be afraid of being let out. Like, I don't know, I just got here. I heard that he took out a whole fucking eight ounces. That's how much you would take out at a time. Eight ounces. Seems like a lot of blood. You I would have freaked the fuck out. You think that they drank it? Sure hope not. Let's talk about these anti-hysterics, right? Yes. It's a concoction made with galbanum or some other purgative made with herbs along with steel filings, wormwood extract, castor or rue pill, or chalivate. They would bloodlet them and then give them wine with shavings in it, right? Yeah, or sometimes he would use chalabate, or let's see this. Oh, I've been pronouncing this wrong. This is C-H-A-L-Y-B-E-A-T, chalabate, which is a spring that holds natural occurring minerals, including iron. So he did recognize that no iron, you're anemic, you let out blood, you're probably letting out iron. So he's basically trying to be starting anew. Yes, the problem is in your blood. Which goes back to the idea of nature. Anyways, this these pills, these perch, or these anti-hysterics as they're called, including wormwood extract, which I believe it gets you messed up. I like wormwood. You tried it? Yes. 
I have. You have? Yes. Isn't it illegal? Warm wood? Oh, you're talking about talking about that. No, I'm talking about warm wood. I've never actually tried warm wood, no. I know they use it in absinthe, the real stuff. Mm. Anyways, all these things were used 30 days consecutively after the three days of purging. You know, give your blood a good workout. And also, he would use laudanum, too. So, good old-fashioned opiates. So, he'd put them on opiates and then, and then expect them to act normal after uh, they would, were off. You would totally be really mellow on opiates until after 30 days. And you'd probably be itching for some opiates. Yeah, then you're probably going crazier. You'd be more hysterical. Which means you are in more hospitalizations. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's probably why people died from it. You probably overdosed them. Yeah, so that was actually very common. So, you want to know what happened to the perceived strong people underneath Sydenham's care? Nothing explains it better than a quote from the man himself. Quote, Nothing does so much comfort and strengthens the blood and spirits as much as riding horseback every day for a long while. <laughs> yes. Well, you could have prescribed that to everybody. You could have prescribed them a nice long walk through a forest to watch the sunrise and sunset. Nothing, Getting in tune with nature. Nothing better than riding a horse every day. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Donkey shows, but with a horse. Well, actually, I was, I was actually just talking about riding a horse. Oh, well, damn. Barebacked or saddled? Oh, definitely saddled. Yeah, you don't want to feel the vertebrae rubbing up against your hoo. No, it probably would hurt after a while. Yeah, you'd probably be bruised down there, black and blue, black yes. and blue. What? I said yes. Mm-hmm. Or, if you want to know more about this, you can look at this, or you can listen to this quote. When no manifest indication pointed out to me what should be done, I have consulted my patient's safety and my own reputation most effectually by doing nothing at all. Oh, okay. Let's see that. Maybe the person seems quite rational and realized that they were acting irrational and capable of Working things out in their mind. This was obviously a time before psychoanalysis and therapy. Or some of the women were like, oh shit, I don't want this crazy treatment. I've been seeing other women and people die over it. So maybe I'll just lie and pretend like my world is absolutely fine and just deal with the trauma. Yeah, that could possibly be so. He also did discern a difference between male hysteria and female by calling it hypochondria, which is its own type of anxiety. But it probably had a different meaning back then. I didn't yes. even look it up. Women, look and, up. women and men can't possibly have the same type of emotions, you know? Well, I know. They have different anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that changes your emotions. Well, they do have different... Hormones. Yes. And hormones are then 
altered which, in the brain by enzymes that can alter emotion. I would say it probably processes the emotions differently, but it doesn't mean the person has different emotions. Just the why the difference between the individual and how they process their emotions could very well have to do with their hormones. Yeah, this and the depth of their emotions too. Yeah, some people don't have any fucking emotions. Deeply rooted resentment and anger is much different than me just getting kind of pissed off at you for nothing you actually did. Yes. And projecting it onto you because I'm mad about something else and I'm pretending like that's not infect not impacting me at all. It's like that guy who never gets laid and gets angry really easily. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Sydenham on hysteria. Next week, we're going to do the shaky man dance. The shaky man dance? Yeah. What is... St. Vitus's dance? Or Korea? Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes called Sydenham's Korea. Yeah, it's another neurological situation here. And it's quite interesting. Do they treat it with masturbation? It's very similar to Parkinson's disease. Oh, okay. So maybe they put their junk in their hand while they're shaking. Maybe that's what they did. Who knows? We'll know when we do the research, though. Okay, sounds good. Hopefully we get the Sydenham book, and maybe I could find something. You know, reference the index and see if they have anything on the Korea. Okay. I sure hope so. That way I can get the actual words that were transcribed from Latin to English. So, you like this episode? We're sick. Okay, the last three episodes, we've been sick. We've been doing it. We've been busting our humps. <coughs> we've been humping our busts. We've been doing it all, and what we must. To give you entertainment, goddammit. It's been really difficult. Yeah, it has been. Lots of editing out coughing and sniffling and sneezing and wheezing and groaning and moaning and... All the other things. The diarrhea. <laughs> All the cuts we had to do from the diarrhea. The the shit breaks. Yeah, like 30, 40 minutes of Raw action. From my asshole. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, COVID, you son of a bitch. We bring you life and this is what you do? You disrespect me in my own home. On the holidays, no less. Sounds just like a child. Yeah. So, if you really like this podcast, and you want to help us grow, like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to be able to get a free t-shirt, one out of a hundred, and become a tribe member, you could share, like, subscribe, write a review. God damn it. Write a review. Write a review. And, and share it. Show proof. Show proof. That you that you wrote a review and that you shared the podcast and we'll send you a free t-shirt. Yeah, and we won't magically be able to send you a free t-shirt. You have to tell us. You have to contact us on social media. We have all the, all the wonderful social media links in the description of each episode, hopefully. We need your address. We need your address. We need you to tell us. Prove to us. And you become a tribe member. We have nut gatherer, squirrel hunter, 
We have not robber, not taster. We have not driver. We have all sorts of dudes. We have the nut launcher. He launches nuts at people's faces. They come too close to our tribe. We have a witch doctor. We have we have a logger, Tom Nye. You know? Nice good old logger. We have a wood splitter or log splitter. We have a rock smasher, rock grinder, rock milker. We have lots of dudes. Yeah, we need to add to our list. Yeah, we need more. We need <clears throat> 16, 17, 18, 19, all the way up to 100. Man, we have 15 now. Remember last year, it was just one. No, two. It was you and the squirrel hunter. Yes. So, until next week, what do we do, baby? We'll see you later. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs>